Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Tattoo Homewreckers, a podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. My name is Callista, and this is Kaya. And today we have a special guest. We are joined by a tattoo artist, Hopeful. She is hoping to get an apprenticeship after going to a tattoo school. She's up in Calgary, and she's been, like many of us, a lifelong artist, so we are very blessed to have her here today to be able to talk about her experiences in a tattoo school. So I know everyone's really excited about this episode because we also have been very looking forward to it. Yes. Thank you for joining us today, Kira. Appreciate it. (laughs) I'm... Um, I guess I just wanted to ask, uh, just to start us off, how did you hear about our podcast? (laughs) Um, Honestly, I was at work. Like, this was while I was, like, doing the program. I was like, what am I doing with my life right now? And I was like, I'm just going to, like, I looked up on Spotify, Tattoo Podcast, and then yours came up, and I was like, I love this. So I just, like, you know, (laughs) subscribe. That makes me happy. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, um... I'm stoked to have you on because, yeah, we've been dying to talk about tattoo schools. But I guess before we get started into that, what got you into tattooing? Um, Just the fact that it's something I wanted to do like my whole life. Like I've been working on like a flash portfolio kind of thing since I was like 17. Like I've been working on it for like quite a while. And it's just something like um, just like something I wanted to do like my whole life. Something that's like really interesting to me. The standard. No, for sure. Yeah, that inherent like calling that we all get from the void yeah. inside ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how did you hear about your tattooing school? Okay, so <laughs> I kept getting ads on Instagram that were like, um, they were so like it was just like they were like, do you want if you want to become a professional tattoo artist and like the short span of like six weeks, like join our program, like you'll be professional, like you're taught by like the most talented artists in like the city, that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, interesting. I was like, I, this is like, you know, you don't really need tattoo, you don't, sorry, you don't need tattoo school or anything to like actually like get into the industry or anything. But like I showed, I mentioned to my parents and they were like, yeah, this is a good idea. Like it's better than an apprenticeship, which and it's not. <laughs> so I was like, okay, might as well just like, it's a good place to start. And it's better than just like tattooing at like home to, to myself started and that kind of thing. Definitely. So I said, world environment to do it in, but yeah, I can go over how uncontrolled it was later if you're wanting me to get into that. 100%. Okay, yeah. So it started out as Instagram ads. Um, did you decide to go to the tattooing school after you graduated high school? And was yeah. it just like, okay, great. Yeah, so it was just a recommendation via an Instagram ad, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you taught by any local artists at all? Okay, so here's the thing. I was promised that I would be taught by like these like... Um, like world renowned, like that kind of thing, like those kind of artists. Um, I had like my first like mentor kind of thing. Um, first or like day one, he was like, this program is bullshit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, I'm only here to get my money back because I took this program as well. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then, yeah. So like, he's like, I think he, he just opened his own shop. Like no hate to him. Honestly, if I was teaching at that school, I would have bailed too. Cause like, it is bullshit. And like, yeah, so uh second day, he wasn't there anymore. And they were wow. like this new lady. And I was like, okay, well, is she like an artist and everything? They were, and they were like, Yeah, she took the same course. And I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> like she doesn't have any shop experience, like any like no hate to her, obviously, but like I don't really think that 
you should be qualified to take like or it's like teach a course because like with their standards I would have been qualified because I took that course wow wow that's insane I can't fathom yeah. taking and learning tattooing from people that have not been in the industry for a good solid amount of time like even in the industry it's rare for people under like five or 10 years to take on apprentices. Um, yeah. and even though I think that like when it comes to that time frame, personally, I think that's bullshit and arbitrary. I do think you should have some time in the industry before you take on an apprentice. Mm -hmm. But I think like assigning like an arbitrary, like you have to be in this industry for 15 years is absolute bullshit. But to just yeah. have it where it's like, hey, you took a six week course and yeah. then you're qualified to teach is terrifying. She's a hairdresser too like she's not she's not even like she doesn't do tattoos like as like a living like she was like she took the course and she was like yeah I've, I've experienced like I've tattooed like my friends I've tattooed my family that kind of thing and she was like yeah I did like this whole thing on my leg and I was like so you don't actually have shop experience though mm -mm. ouch so yeah. then I'm sorry what are they what like if they are not teaching you about like what it is like in a studio like can I ask what it is they are teaching like not much i'll say that like i showed up <laughs> first day and they were like yeah we're gonna go over like skin anatomy that kind of thing like you know like needle depths and like the guy that i had first like um the one who bailed on us like he was like um it was me and another girl who were taking it we both been like you know just like practicing on like fake skin that kind of stuff at home and he was like i honestly don't want to say to you guys because you guys know like most of it and i was like teach us how to be better like teach us like skills that are gonna help us like what we paid for and then, yeah, so I didn't learn anything about, like, skin anatomy, nothing like that. I didn't know about, like, stroke, needle depth, nothing like that. Like, they, and then the next week, they were like, you have your first client. So it was like, we get some, like, I know, I know. Like, we had some, like, bullshit, like, little, like, discussion about, like, whatever. And then the next week, they were like, okay, perfect. You can practice at home if you want. You have your next client, so make sure that you have them, like, booked and everything. And I was like, I've, I've, I've been here for a day. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hold on. So backtrack. You mm -hmm. said, um, you said it was over a six week time frame. Yeah. How many hours per week would you say? Um, I think it was like from like 10 to three, like every Monday. So it was like barely five hours. <laughs> and so like, it wasn't even like a five day course per week. It was just one. No, one day. Awful. Horrendous. Yeah. Like, you can practice at home if you want, but like, you know, like you learn everything here. And I was like, I didn't learn anything. So I was like panicking. I was like, I'm tattooing somebody next week, like with no experience and like no idea what I'm doing. So I like hustled and I like practiced so much at home. So I didn't like fuck her up for life or anything. And then, yeah, like the next week they had me tattooing. And then like the weeks after that, they were like, okay, you have to find two clients every, every quarter, like every class. So like, what? yeah. Oh my gosh. Like they, so did they have these clients fill out any sort of paperwork, like legal, anything? Okay. Thing is, like me and the girl that were, were yeah, me and the girl that took the course. Um, she she quit after a couple. I think after like the first class because she was like, yeah, no, this is not okay. And when she, we've been trying to get like some type of like legal action against it because it's like, you you know, like you can't you can't just say that you're gonna like teach people how to tattoo and then just like throw them in a room with like people who are just, like, there for a $20 tattoo, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, like, they didn't have us sign anything. But, like, after we started, like, bringing up, like, we were like, hey, this is, like, not okay. Then they started getting people to sign waivers and that kind of thing. 
Oh. Interesting. My goodness. Yeah, it sounds like a... Like pyramid a, scheme? Yeah, like a fucking pyramid <laughs> scheme. No, I that, think that's it, a public health safety mm-hmm. hazard. Like, that's an it, issue. And, like, a lot of the... um, Like, they wouldn't change out any of the needle boxes. Like, I noticed that. Like, I would, like, go to, like, throw away, like, a sharp, and they would, like... They would be full. And I was like, this is kind of gross. And then, like, for, like, the tattoo beds that they had, they would, like, wrap them in saran wrap. And, and, and they would, like, be like, oh, you don't have to remove it. Just, like, sanitize it. Like, get an alcohol wipe and, like, wipe it down. And I was like, or just replace the saran wrap. Oh. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so. And te- oh. <laughs> Pardon? And they're, they're, like, teaching people this stuff. And they're teaching them that it's okay. That's terrible. Terrifying. My last day, they actually had like my like clients leave the room, like so they were like, we just we just don't want you in here, like while we're like cleaning up and everything, and they were like, okay, yeah, just wipe it, and like obviously they don't want them in there because then they're gonna be like, this is gross. Yeah, that's awful. They had to like kick the people out of the room. Was like okay. I'm I'm gonna ask the obvious question then. (laughs) I think I know the answer to this question, but um. Did they go over any kind of like bloodborne pathogen certifications with you guys? Infection any kind control. of wo- infection control, wound care, anything of the sort? Yeah. Um. The thing is, like, before you start, they they were like, you need to like do this like online bloodborne pathogen certificate thing, and I was like, the fact that it's online is like kind of iffy because like, yeah, that kind of thing. But then like when I first started, they didn't ask me about it or anything. Like they weren't like, did you did you do it? Like because it. So they said on the website that, like, you needed it to start and, like, you couldn't, like, do anything in the course unless you had that. They didn't ask me about it or anything. And I did it. I, I got my, like, bloodborne pathogen certificate in, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. So, like, easy. yeah. It really is. And, like, I, like, it's just, it's just, like, the basic stuff, obviously. Like, don't reuse needles or anything. But, like, the fact that they didn't ask if I had it or anything was, like, I was already just, like, what is this? And they never, they never reached out and tried to get that information from any of the students. Oh. How how large were the classes? Um, the first okay, so whenever I first started, it was me and that like one other girl, because they were like, you know, it's like a private like mentorship kind of thing, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then after she bailed, it was like me and or it was, yeah, just me and that hairdresser lady for like two other courses, and then I showed it like on like the fourth day. There's three other girls in this program who were like just starting out, and then they were like, like they pointed at me and they were like, "Yeah, she's like she's been here for like weeks. Like she's like, you know, she's like the top of our class, that kind of thing." And I was like, "I'm not. <laughs> like, I don't. Why are you talking me up like this? Because I literally have no idea what I'm doing, and neither does anybody here." <laughs> yeah, because you've only had like what twenty hours in that class, and like twenty and hours even- for like a. Just not even a tattoo apprenticeship, but just for like a 20 hour work week for me is a very short, like I'm going crazy. I haven't worked any. It's not even enough time to teach you like how to properly set up equipment. No. No. Assumed that I would know it already. They were like, okay, yeah, like just like set everything up. And I was like, I did kind of already know just from like, you know, like getting tattoos and that kind of thing. Like I was like, you know, like you like cover the surface and everything like, but they didn't teach me that or anything. Like they were just like, okay, get, get right into it. Well, and the order in which you cover the surfaces matters, like how you actually like the order in which you handle the surfaces that you're doing in your surface prep also matters. And like, that's going to be things that like, uh, unless you are like yourself, like watching an artist trying to learn when you are getting tattooed, the average person is not going to know that they're not going to know, like, 
the correct way to put on bottle bags. They're not going to know the correct way to don gloves. That's why when you take a bulmer pathogens infection control class or even a wound care management class, even a first aid class, they teach you how to don gloves because people don't know how and they will grab the outside of a glove and contaminate it quicker than anything else. Yeah, they didn't teach you anything like that. Like they had like... They didn't even teach you how to set up. They were just like, figure it out. No, that was what most of that class was. And I was like, why am I paying four grand for like me teaching myself everything? And like, just like, I learned more from like Sober Joe on YouTube than I did from that class. Like I would just like, I would go on YouTube and I'd be like... I don't know, really, like how to like set up or like, how to set up a station just to make sure I was doing everything right because they wouldn't like they didn't know what they were doing and like um like I've had like there was one like the first um like the first tattoo I did she was like kind of like critiquing me after I was done like she was like you're pretty li- you're pretty light-handed like it's and like this 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 like pissed me off so bad she was like it's better to like blow out a line than to have a line that's not going to stay and i was like are you serious like you can you can always go over a line that's like not or that's like too light but you can't do anything about blow up and like i'm sure that they're gonna like (laughs) i'm sure the client is gonna care more about like i don't know like a simple line not staying than having like a big blob on their arm for the rest of their life and that was just kind of yeah i was like okay this is bullshit like i don't know like I, I honestly, most of it, I just stayed because they were like, at the end, you get a stencil printer. And I was like, I'm doing it for the printer. <laughs> oh, so they give you a stencil printer at the end. So it's just, it's a $4,000 stencil printer, really. Yeah, that's, and like, they were like, yeah, we give you like the best like, quality equipment, that kind of stuff. And they were like, you get like, you know, like you get like a coil machine, you get like all these inks. I got a $70 wormhole tattoo kit from Amazon. <gasps> oh. With... That came with inks that are not safe to use on skin. Well, you know what? Props to you, Kira, for really, I mean, obviously you were kind of on a sinking ship already, but being smart enough to at least, being resourceful enough to at least go to YouTube and search and see yeah. real artists set up. And also backtracking and seeing how much your machine was, because that was my next question. I'm like, let me guess, they probably got you a kit off of Amazon yeah, and like talks on- to you as well for knowing it's not safe to use on human beings mm-hmm. that ink like yeah. like huh. it's meant it's a practice skin only and then they were like it's fine you can use it oh. no. <laughs> i was like like most of the stuff that i ended up using was stuff that i brought from home because i was like i'm not using any of this stuff and they had like this like the equipment that they had they had a bag of razors that didn't have like a like a guard on them or anything like it was just a bunch of razors in like a ziploc bag that had like the word razors labeled on it and then they had like a like this like case of ink that was like god knows how old that shit was and it was like yeah like they didn't use like um they didn't like properly clean them afterwards or anything so they were all like messy on the outside so i brought my own ink from home and i brought like my own like green soap my own like ink caps and everything because i was like i don't want to give anybody an infection or like anything like that. And they're like, we have stuff here. Like you don't have to bring anything. And I was like, I'm not using a bag of razors. Like that's disgusting. Good. Yeah. Valid. You you definitely shouldn't. You definitely. I mean, from what we've heard already. Um, can I ask, did do you have to pay up front the whole amount? Yeah. Which is like pretty suspicious to me. Like they weren't, or they, I guess they offered like a bunch of like side like kind of things just so that you wouldn't sue. Cause I think that's their biggest thing is that they don't want you to sue, which is like, I'm kind of working on that right now, so it's not working out too well on their end. But I like, feel like, yeah, you and a lot of people. Will. Yeah, and like they just like exploit people and like 
they they do everything in their like power to make sure that you feel like you're getting your money's worth like they were like you have these free business building courses from like the ceo of the company that kind of thing where it was like you show up and like you listen to some lady talk about like how she started the business and everything which i didn't go to because like i don't want to learn how to scam people from somebody who's scamming this amount of people like i just didn't show up even though they were like you need like it's like essential that kind of thing and they were like you have like a skin anatomy class that kind of thing it they they never had it <laughs> like it, it, it like yeah it was just those six you, um so so they had you bring in clients to tattoo and stuff like that um did <laughs> they supply you with like proper like aftercare like did they even teach you how to take care of a tattoo I didn't even, I didn't even like bring this up yet. So, um, one of my clients was actually my sister and her friend who came up. Um, like I, cause like after I, I gave the tattoos, like I didn't really get to see like anything that the school did. So like, that was the last ones that I ever did was my sister and her friend. And they like showed me the aftercare bag and it was like, it was, I think it was a, like a, a little tiny, like tube of like petroleum jelly, which like, first of all, you don't like, that's like, everybody knows you don't put that on afterwards and it was like some like vitamin e stuff that came with the kits that we got and it like they, they gave us like this like long like i don't know like microsoft word document that was like most where most of the words were spelled wrong that were like you paid for a 20 dollar tattoo like you're not gonna get like like uh, if it fades there's nothing we can do about it we can't keep in touch with like all of the clients and everything so i was like it was essentially like if things go wrong it's not our fault here's a thing of petroleum jelly <laughs> Wow, just like an unmarked tube of petroleum jelly. Was it like, was it even branded? Like, it w or was it just mysterious? Like, it was from like a pack of like a thousand of them from Amazon or something, which it probably was. I mean, yeah, gauging off of I guess the quality of everything. Um, yeah, wow. I I'm gonna backtrack just a just a bit, um, just to get a gauge because obviously we're not from Calgary, so I have yeah. no idea like what the tattoo scene is down there. Um, but by law, it's not required for you to take this tattoo school, right? No, it's not. And, like, the only reason I took it was, like, I don't know, just to, like, have, like, a controlled space to, like, build a portfolio, that kind of thing. But, right. like, yeah, who take the course, they just, like, as soon as they're done, they open a private studio, and then they're, like, they don't bother to, like, take a traditional apprenticeship or anything like that. They, they don't, like, really care about learning. They're, they're, like, I know everything I need to know now. I'm gonna open up a private studio. And there's, like, there's so many of them now. Like, we like in Calgary there's a lot of like really good shops and everything like which is you know I've been trying to get apprenticeships there and everything but like you know like they're busy that kind of thing I understand but like I think most of the school was just like for people to like cut corners so they don't have to actually like put in any of the work or anything like they'll just like take a design off of like Pinterest or something and then like you know make an Instagram being like I work in a private studio and then like that's that's that like they're a registered tattoo artist in their opinion Oof. Yeah. Can I ask um what steps you are taking towards gaining your apprenticeship? Um, so I had that like um I honestly I don't know if I should include any of the tattoos that I've done in the portfolio just because like I think a lot of shops are like they don't want me to like unlearn a lot of the bad habits. Like I'm probably not gonna put that I went to that school unless they ask or anything, just because I'm like I was told like I, I told like my tattoo artist that I go to frequently about it, and she was like, "That's your villain or, or your your villain origin story." And I was like, "You're right, it is." <laughs> so yeah, um, I've just been like painting flash every day. Like I have like a, I just got like a, a portfolio from like Michaels. That I've been like filling up, you know. Um, and then like once I fill it up, I'm just gonna like go to different shops, you know. 
ask what they think about it, that kind of thing. So it sounds like you're on the right track. And honestly, I think that like the way that you speak about that school um, is as like a veteran artist, like it is very appealing to me that I'm like, damn, okay, so you know that what you were taught was wrong. I think the issue is when you say I went to a tattoo school, it was amazing. I went for all six days and that was it. Then you would definitely be discredited. But by saying, no, it was horrible, then you're doing great. Goodness. Yeah, like, I, um, I just I can't imagine. I can't imagine how many people have been pushed out from this program already and could potentially be doing harm. I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that I don't know. I'm hoping that something happens. Like I, I really do feel strongly against. I don't know, just anyone being able to just tattoo people and not have the at least bare minimum base knowledge mm-hmm. of how to take care of people, the wound care, the, the everything, (laughs) the everything, the sanitary care. I just, gosh, uh, keep working hard at it. Honestly, I, we run into a lot of problems when people go and think that they're overqualified and think that they're just ready to tattoo. So I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that like, at least, you know, that like, yeah, that was, for lack of yeah. a better word, bullshit. And, like, some of the like some of the like students that they had there, like they have in their like Instagram bios, like registered tattoo artists, like licensed and everything. And I think like just like somebody who doesn't really know a lot about the industry, like that they, they would just like be like, yeah, okay, they're they're registered, like they're licensed, like everything like that. And then they're like, they put that they're like a tattoo artist, and I'm like, you, <laughs> like after six days, you haven't earned that title yet. No, and it's just like it's no. frustrating to see. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the the worst thing is, like, the school just keeps growing, like, with all, like, they have, like, um, with all their ads and everything, like, I keep getting them, and I'm just, like, oh, like, why are they keep, like, they're just, they're just, like, actively scanning people, that kind of thing, and they're just, they, like, they're continuing to do it, but, like, they've had, like, tons of people enroll since I've been there, and, like, they're just growing as a business, and I'm, like, it's just so frustrating to see, like, people who are just, like, not qualified just teaching people for money like that's all they're they're really teaching for just like pump out a bunch of people like give them like a piece of paper and be like yeah you're set yeah no actually (laughs) yeah and honestly it is the same within the industry as you see artists that have no qualifications that are teaching people to wrap tattoos in saran wrap and cover them with petroleum and do not know yep. how to clean an area like that, know nothing about it, still teaching other yeah. artists the same thing. So it is a, I think, an industry-wide problem. And this obviously, like, exemplifies that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, again, like, we are in two different sections of the scene of the industry. And overall, there's a lot of overlap for the most part, the industry agrees that you should have to earn the right to be able to get tattooed and i know yeah that kids on tiktok love to say that we are gatekeeping tattooing but i as i've said yeah that makes me so mad (laughs) it makes me yeah it makes it riles me up because it's not gatekeeping when it is quite literally a public health safety Mm -hmm. hazard like you have potential to do some damage to somebody some real irreversible damage to someone we deal with more blood than dental hygienists do Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so, we have to do a lot less school, if any school at all. I think there are only two states in the U.S. that you actually have to go to a tattoo school. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like, no, it's just yeah, she yeah, can like, pick up a like, tattoo oh, machine yeah. and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of people do that. Like, they'll just, like, they'll get, like, a $100 care off of Amazon and just, like, start at home. And then they'll be like, yeah, like, I'm, like, like, I... I follow it's like some accounts are just like they make fun of like that kind of thing and then like people in the comments are like like I I, I got a gun off of Amazon and I'm like way better than like anybody who's been tattooing for like 30 years and I'm like oh my god <laughs> like where does this ego come from uh, you'll find a lot of that in the industry so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not the only place I promise you and it looks like the cover-up business in Calgary is about to be crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> no it is it's just been getting a lot bigger like I see like a bunch of like tattoo removal places like opening up because I'm like you know what like <laughs> it's bound to happen gosh well you know I had a whole list of questions but like I I guess my final question we answered a lot of them um the whole course is being set up just to summarize for all of our viewers it is a six week in air quotes program but really it's just six mm-hmm. days it is yeah that you pay $4,000 out of pocket for. Mm-hmm. And then you are trained by maybe different people. Maybe mm. a tattoo artist. Maybe a tattoo artist. Maybe. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the most part, other students who have graduated from this six-day program. Um, I guess the only question I have left is, like, technique-wise, um, how do you think it affected you? Besides some lady telling you that, like, blowouts are better, which they're not, by the way. You were correct in that. Uh, yeah. The blowout is not something that you can easily fix. A faded line. Yeah. Is... Like, uh, like what techniques did they teach me? Yeah. Like, did they, if any? <laughs> Honestly, like none. <laughs> like, whenever um, I, I started on my first client, like, I was like, I already had, like, a little bit of experience with, like, using a machine. Be- just like watching videos on youtube being like like how to hold a gun properly and everything sorry were you gonna say something no that's okay uh could you backtrack like 20 seconds just because we lost audio for a split second so sorry oh all good all good um so they don't really like they didn't really teach me anything about technique like they had me start on my first client and like like she would like kind of watch me and be like you know like you can go over that line again and then she wouldn't really say anything until after i was done which I don't know if she just didn't want to like hurt my feelings or anything, but I was like, I would much appreciate like if you would just tell me like what I'm doing wrong while I'm doing it, not afterwards. Cause like, who knows if I'm ever going to, sorry, who knows if I'm ever going to see her again or like who knows if I can like fix it later. And I like everybody I've tattooed it, like I contacted them and I was like, hey, if you ever need a touch up, like let me know. Like I'd be more than happy to do it for you. Like, um, yeah, and like even like they put me in like a studio, like my, like back whenever they were like, yeah, she's like, like, she's like, you know, she's been here for like four, four weeks. Like she knows what she's doing. Like they put me in my own like little studio. They weren't like watching me or anything on my technique or anything. Like they were just kind of like, here's a machine. Here's a person. Figure it out. Like they didn't like they taught me pretty much nothing about like, yeah, like depth or anything. Wow. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, we're, we, we are of the opinion that like a good apprenticeship will last you around like two to two and a half years. Yeah. Right. Like anything. Probably not six that, days. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. No, I think honestly, yeah, it should be like the way that we kind of operate is it's about a year of observation um, 
where, because obviously you're not able, that can be shorter if you're able to do like 40 to 60 hour work weeks, because that's on average Mm -hmm. what tattoo artists are working. Um, But that way you learn how to do consultations and you learn the business and you learn all the intricacies of tattooing. You learn how to put clients at ease. You learn how to take their ideas and turn them into actual beautiful pieces of artwork. And you also learn how to set up and the actual, but the actual part, like the physical tattooing is such a small part of the actual job. Mm-hmm. It is indeed yeah. everything else that I think that's what astounds me is that like the actual small part that is tattooing takes longer than like, I would say six months or so to teach someone with like diligent work on. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is like creating a good artist overall. So creating someone who's able to not bulldoze people into a specific idea, but yeah. also not be bulldozed over and be doing shitty work. Yeah, and like a lot of the designs that um, like me and the other people that were in the class were taking, like they wouldn't look at them or like be like, hey, you like you can't tattoo that. Like you just like it's too small. Like you can't have that much detail or anything. They would be like, oh, what are you tattooing today? Oh, nice. Like they wouldn't be like, you can't like like they wouldn't critique anything. Like I don't. I, I really hope I'm not coming off as like, you know, like I'm better than everybody that was there. Like, I know what I'm talking about, that kind of thing. But like, I would make sure that like my designs were like tattooable before I did them. Like I like, I paint flash all the time. And like, I would like practice on like fake skin and everything just to make sure that I could actually do it and it wouldn't look like shit. But like, most people would just like, they would be like, can you tattoo this? And it'd be like a screenshot of like some picture. And they'd be like, yeah, I can do that. Yep. Mm-mm. Which like is I yeah. said, the cover up business in Calgary is about to be yeah. popping. <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> oh, so yeah. much for joining us. Um, and we wish you the oh, best thank of you luck. For and us. we will put your info below. So if anyone is looking for a tattoo apprentice, we happen to know someone. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank so, you so much. much. Hi guys, we're back slash not back. We are actually just here to end the episode because unfortunately, well, it's our first, it was our first Zoom meeting call. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of technical difficulties, but we ran out of time. Um, And we just wanted to properly sign off and also thank Kira so much for being on our episode. Yes. Really appreciated the insight. That's the whole fucking thing was nuts. (laughs) I. (laughs) That being said, if anyone has any successful tattoo school stories we would also love to hear those because i had gone in this episode fully planning to be able to like counter with like there can be great benefits to tattoo schools because overall our industry is lacking greatly in solid education yes but unfortunately that is an insane case where i had like a plethora there were so many questions about like oh um do you think an apprenticeship would be better? And then I was like, we already have our fucking answer, yeah. dude. Like, we, we were fully planned on, like, trying to get, I don't know, trying to be devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. And it just <laughs> did not happen. With that being said, again, if you have had a successful um, experience, don't be afraid to share it. Because yes. we do still want to hear the other side of things, if if there is one. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, as I was about to say, yeah, we like to end our episode with a um, a win. So what was your win for this week? Um... Fuck, dude. I don't think I've had much of a win. It's been a rough fucking week. One. Um, If you want, I can buy you time. Yeah, you can buy me time where I think of a win. And if you'd like, we can share. It's been a rough week for this one in particular. I've had the opposite of a rough week. Mm -hmm. Your girl's been slammed. Um, I think my win for the week is getting up today, 
knowing that I had to go to work and just making the best of it. I just kind of thought in my brain, I'm like, I'm going to put on happy music and I'm going to dress nice because like typically when I go in on my days off, I like to like downplay. I like to show up and whatever the fuck I show up in because <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I just rolled out of bed. I'll go to work, get this done. But no, today I decided to glam it up and I felt really good about it and got in the studio and I felt good. And I that was my win for the week is just trying to make the most of it. So I love that. You and I are yeah. so opposite. I love going in on my days off. I love yeah. when it's an empty shop. I am so happy, like, just, like, I think I would honestly, as much as, like, obviously we're going to open up a shop together, I would think I would honestly just also thrive mm-hmm. in just a private studio. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you it's, do like, it. so interesting because it's, like, I'm, like, oh, I love people. And then I'm, like, no, I just want to be by myself. You know what I did realize? I was talking to my mm-hmm. client about this today, and I told her, I actually do like coming in on my day off when it's planned, when it's not planned, when everyone leaves and you're the last person at the studio every single day, the last week, that was me last week. That's because you Ooh. don't start tattooing till later. Well, here's the thing. Normally people are tattooing still. That's true. Normally we end yeah. in, around the same like times. And like, um, yeah, this last week, every single day I've been the fucking person to close. Yeah. And I was pissed. <laughs> I was just like, damn it, mm. I want to go home. And it just highlights the fact that I'm alone. But like today was good, but I don't know. Yeah, I love my 8 a.m. tattoo sessions. Those are my favorite. No, I'm great. You're done by like two. You've got the whole day. It's wonderful. I say I'm a natural closer. I am. But like it was just it was day three that really tilted me over the edge. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm over it. You guys, I just need someone here at work with me. Somebody needs to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No. What was your win for those weeks? Fuck, dude, I still don't have a win. (laughs) I'm I'm alive. That's my win. That's your win is that you're alive. Yeah. That like I'm super nihilistic right now. Everything sucks. And like, that's it. I have friends. That's a win. Yeah. (laughs) I like my friends. I like my husband. There you go. But otherwise, like, dude, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know. We're so. working on it. We're doing our best. All right, but guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, I hope you're having a much better week than I'm having. And by the time this comes out, it'll be next week. So then I should hopefully be having a better week. I'm hoping for so. it. Fingers crossed. Okay, guys. Well, yep. I guess we'll see you on next week's episode. Yep. Um, bye. We love you. Love you. Bye. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs>